No, yeah, we do have a we do have a Toastmasters veteran with us now, isn't it? episode. We were just, uh, I was speaking to Smita, we were talking about uh, last night's podcast and we were discussing the feedback that we got from the people and uh, we were talking about our friend, good friend Piyush Jain, when he happened to text uh, Smita Mishan, we decided to, you know, let's uh, all get on a conference call and eventually these guys started talking about their jobs and how working from home has been like after the whole COVID, the whole pandemic, the lockdown, blah, 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 XYZ, you know how it is. So I decided I wanted to, you know, document uh, and, uh, their experiences and maybe get a, you know, get a deeper insight on what actually it's been like. Because for me, it's been uh, and something else entirely, you know, it's a different experience. But uh, let's start with uh, Piyush. Uh, let's, Piyush, just tell us how the transition happened from your uh, regular working hours to the whole, uh, you know, the, when the lockdown happened. What was it like and were you okay with it? What is your initial reaction Tell us, walk us, walk us through those opening days of working from home. So, I happen to work in an FMCG company. Obviously, that has to do a, do with a lot of uh, consumer sentiments, market sentiments. So, as soon as the lockdown kicked in, uh, there was a lot of chaos, mayhem. A lot of companies saying that uh, now, now it's all doom. A lot of companies looking at opportunities. Because, uh, obviously, it's a lockdown thing. So, people are stocking up like crazy. There's whatever, all kinds of orange sale lines outside the supermarket. So, bosses being bosses tried to convince us that uh, this is the opportunity we were waiting for. <laughs> okay. Easy targets will happen. Uh-huh. Let's go push all the stock that we can. Mm-hmm. So, that's how that's how the whole chaos pulling, like your mind is pulling you in one place. You are a consumer as well as you are on the other side. So as a consumer, you're running to all kinds of grocery stores. You are trying to stock up whatever you can. And then on the top of your mind, you're also looking at shelves that that I have to put the stocks as well because my job demands that. But did so this did this happen in India? Was hoarding happening in India? Oh, absolutely. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, the, the worst uh, thing to do was that they used to give us like a 12-hour kind of a window saying that everything will go into lockdown. And even though by the time the prime minister would mention that essentials would be on people are already out of their houses mm-hmm. so that's 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 the reason actually there was nothing much to panic about because supplies were pretty much okay mm-hmm. there was no milk shortage there was no bread shortage there was more or less supplies were on but panic being panic people don't know how to react so that's just how it started and then suddenly and i read this amazing article somewhere that Whatever the CTOs and the technology officers couldn't do, COVID suddenly did it overnight. Mm-hmm. Everyone used to just encourage people to teams meeting. Karlo. Why are you flying out? Why are you going to some separate places doing meetings for no reason? Absolutely. Do a video call. And suddenly you have to do a video call with everyone. You have to mm-hmm. do a call. Either you have to do a WhatsApp call or a voice call or you have to do a Teams call. Mm-hmm. So you have to get used to it. 
people been in the industry for 30 years suddenly used teams suddenly they got used to it setting up meetings planning their calendars which was absolutely unknown for us mm-hmm. we were we were used to working on an ad hoc basis ki call kiya ya to utke chale gaye the go to the market mm-hmm. and stuff so in that respect i think uh, it's been a time saver uh, the first one month or two month it felt really good that theke like you don't have to go to office you don't have to see your boss or you don't have to you know fly to you know travel almost 10 to 15 days a month okay. and be in your bed wake up in your bed sleep in your bed like the across the month mm-hmm. but then it started to feel like it's everything you have to put it on a mail you have to type it out you have to do a video call everything has to be documented you just have to keep talking to people on videos and it just started to become hectic Smita, let me bring you in at this point. What is what is your experience been? I mean, I know you work for an entirely different uh, industry. Tell us, tell us your experience yeah. of when the lockdown happened and the transition from offices to working from home. What is that like? So I I work in a consulting firm, uh, and it is it is not as much of of travel or getting out of of the office per se. But yeah, I mean, there was still a lot of things which which was happening in the office premises, right? So. uh right from networking as they call it in 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 that circle to uh you know better team collaboration or getting the right data or information from the right set of people so everything was uh we were still having calls i would not say that that is something which only started now as part of work from home but i think the intensity and the frequency of that has has gone up immensely mm-hmm. over the time um and obviously you know things that you could literally just walk over to somebody's desk uh for for you know okay i need this data i need this report what are, where are we on this particular thing whatever it is but then now everything kind of shifted to a virtual platform and um companies were like exactly like you said you know companies became so agile overnight that you know it it was unheard of moving operations and and we could we could really hear like you know new joiners for that matter who were joining the firm yep. uh their inductions happening online okay. wherever they are in the country uh-huh. laptops reaching them their their addresses uh, you could literally be in timbuktu and you could still get the delivery of the laptop mm-hmm. you know just, just so that you can start working So I think the agility really increased quite a bit in in the work from home uh, uh, time frame. Uh, I think initially, yes, there was a lot of emphasis on work life balance that you know you take your time and uh, settle in into and adapt into this new framework and all of that. Uh, there was there were sh- there was absolutely shitload of. encouragement and motivational calls okay. and team building calls in the beginning like i think we used to have one every week mm-hmm. where the sole agenda is like you know you can just sit with a drink in your hand whatever it is i mean oh God, coffee or tea <laughs> <laughs> and, and you just sit make me work two more hours you know? but don't do that exactly. <laughs> yeah and um, and i think and maybe at that point of time you know they just wanted to kind of seamlessly move from what it was like you know when you have water cooler conversations or to just meeting over a chai break or a sit up break they just yeah. kind of seamlessly wanted to transfer their experience on a virtual platform uh but then i think after two or three months people actually started asking that can we stop having these calls 
networking calls i think this is just getting too much and it's come to a point i think about 3 4 5 months down the line i think it's come to a point where everybody is just talking all about zoom fatigue right mm-hmm. like sitting in front of the screen working plus doing calls on the screen plus interacting on whatsapp calls zoom calls teams calls whatever it is so yeah i think um, it started off pretty like a novel idea and you know it's like wow this is happening for the first time but i think people have kind of gotten um, a sense check that okay you know what maybe this is just too much now so um, Piyush, Piyush, I'll come back to you in this uh, at this point. I've, I after I got back, I got in touch with a lot of friends of mine, and I, I because I was really curious because, uh, you know, again, this is unprecedented. You know, working from home and en masse, everybody's doing it. So the general consensus I got was there were two camps: guys who loved working from home, and there were people who just hated working from home. So you just told us initially the first few months were very interesting, and you were happy that you could work in your PJs and not care about. addressing up and stuff so what happened after that did your opinion uh, continue to be the same did you enjoy working from home or uh, did that change eventually yeah so what started to happen was so initially uh, coming in from an office environment you go into a work from home environment people, no one in your fraternity is actually used to working from home so it's okay people start to take it slowly and you start to enjoy it because you kind of uh, make it in your mind that you're saving time that you used to do uh, that used to travel commuting and, uh, commuting time is saved and everything so uh, saves a lot of energy and stuff but then suddenly what people started to do was that 10 o'clock when they used to reach office they suddenly didn't start now what happens is you start your day with a meeting so you start with a head start like you start at 100 kilometers an hour okay. what happened when you each office you go mingle around with people half an hour you get used to it you open your laptop you look at your mail and stuff so that's that that's that's a bit annoying in in itself and now when it started used to that used to start at 10 then it started to get to 9:30 then to 9 slowly and steadily the boundaries are vanishing mm-hmm. so what happens is 8 o'clock the texting starts 9 o'clock is when the official thing starts the call started to come in and then the boundaries on the other end also initially the office thing was 6 6:30 tak the pressure was on after that people used to like some of them were in office 6:30 se people start to take it chill 7:30 you exit and then that is when you shut off but now what happens is 6:30 se 7:30 to work ho gaya and then 7:30 also people are not shutting off because there are no boundaries 7:30 se 7:35 mein kya difference hota hmm. bhai like I mean, there is nothing right you still there so that is what is happening the hours are elongated now you could have vented it out as smita was mentioning there are those water cooler conversations and everything that you go out and say bitch about people or you just tell them that yaar what a hectic day i am having mm-hmm. they tell you the same now for that also you have to call either call people <laughs> on teams or you have to pick up the call uh-huh. and when you call people there are 10 missed calls on the like from behind so again there's a lot of things at, at this point of time i think i've never uh experience so much anxiety in my life because there's always two or three missed calls that i have to get back to on people mm-hmm. in my part of job i have to liaison with people internally in my office there are multiple teams and then there are external vendors that i have to talk to so if i'm talking to internal people external people might call oh my so god there are lots and lots of people that i have to talk to and more, or more so now i have to prioritize ki kis se baat karna hai kiska phone hi nahi uthana hai is type se ho gaya so now we 
started to come into the new normal and to talk about that forced chilling that's what we call it that's mm-hmm. forced chilling we don't want to chill with you but you have to do it because the hrs have told you ki nahi bhai jao you are the seniors go talk to people and that drink in a hand wala it's across industry yeah. come with a drink in a hand enjoy oh really yeah man oh, and God. they're playing man they're playing games like ki hum tumko teen statement denge the two things are truth one thing is lie identify and stuff so these kiddish activities oh, now you can't refuse that mm-hmm. because that also comes as a teams so, so everything is just become that virtual world smita tell me something and this I is have- Yeah I was I'm actually a little bit of a, a slightly you know different opinion to this hmm. um I think you know a lot of firms are are positively also doing something that you call flexible hours right uh so in in my company I think from the very beginning so what happened was when when the lockdown started and obviously anxiety was all time high right because so much stuff was happening for the first time right you are closing down uh movement and uh then in especially in in the states and other places like that um there was there was a lot of stuff happening in terms of uh kids not being able to go to school and you know homeschooling and and all of that uh so i think a lot of focus shifted to uh you know the the mental health part per se uh so i i know for a fact that a lot of companies uh they try to engage with people and like to kind of get a pulse check sense check kind of a thing and uh i know that happened with us at least and you know i mean people are very vocal about okay this is what needs to happen and this is not happening and all of that so once that came out i think uh, you know it it was uh the, the that whole concept of flexible hours was slowly brought in uh so that you know a, a person can it's okay that you know um you can start early or you can start a little late you can end early or you can end a little late uh, as long as the work gets done now the problem with that is like pj was just saying the boundaries kind of dissolve because you know they don't know on on which days are you working late or you, they don't know which days you're starting early and so the expectation is at least at the beginning you know uh, i think it was it was a lot around um, yeah so you are literally in your bedroom uh so an early call should not be difficult or a late call should not be difficult but smita aren't you over time they have somehow come to terms with with that aspect smita aren't your uh, hours of work being logged somewhere so how is it that people don't know how long you're working in a in a work week so in in our case they do get logged uh and in fact uh i think it also depends a lot from place to place you know i'm sure for pj it is slightly different from hmm. the way it is it is in my firm there's no logging yeah for him it's there's no log we don't really have logging hours but yeah there is there yeah. is a time report and all of that which i think it's it's, it's there in most of the consulting companies mm-hmm. anyway yeah so yeah. um there's no logging like you know they they don't check that what time you come in what time you go out kind of a thing uh and again in some companies that i know of even in indian companies as well off late it has started happening that you know when when they see you um, after a particular hour which they know that you know they're trying to basically be sensitive about that so mm-hmm. when they see that you're online beyond a certain point i've had experiences personally as well as in in some friends circle as well that they actually ask you like what are you still doing online mm-hmm. because it also is reflective that you are not 
you know effective enough in finishing your job within the time oh that's so, weird yeah i think flexible hours is both pros and cons that way So Piyush let me bring you back in here now I I know I asked this question to you earlier over the phone call we were having but uh, do elaborate for us one more time if you can as an as an employee do you not have the right to refuse a call which is let's say 9:30 or post dinner and it's something that you know can wait and uh, it's, it's somebody has still called you like can you not refuse that call what what are your rights as an employee at this point and how much trouble will you get into if you if you skip that call It's, it's actually uh, you know to put it in another way uh, you obviously have the right to refuse mm-hmm. uh, no you you uh, you're not bound to pick up calls in fact there was a call from the top management saying that no meetings to be scheduled after 7:30 okay so uh, people are apologetic after they like i have done it on my part so i won't be uh, i won't be the culprit here i have Uh, like i have been the culprit i have been the victim mm-hmm. so uh, i have called people at 8:30 apologized about it because now it's just that you uh, if you see a business opportunity or something if your boss is calling you if it's urgent it's something to do with how responsible are you uh, per se towards your job i'm not saying people who don't pick up calls after 8:30 are not responsible but it's just that like we were saying aaj nahi kiya to kal subah uth ke karna padega na you are also in that frame of mind ki theek hai yaar let's just if it's a phone call if it's important let's just pick it up let's just entertain it maybe you'll refuse work saying that kal subah kar lunga but let's just hear him hear the person out whoever is calling you but then yeah i mean should definitely be that you should refuse calls and you should uh, abstain from these things that you should not call people after a particular point of time and i would also want to bring you to the concept that i was also talking about mm-hmm. now that uh now that i told you that sometimes work gets stretched from 9 am in the morning to 9 pm in the night or say 8 pm in the night i after i shut off all the calls and everything you go have your dinner uh probably watch some bit of tv then probably go to bed at say 10 30 11 you don't want to sleep mm-hmm. and uh interestingly uh i was doing this for a couple of months and Uh, my flatmate uh, who also happens to be in a consulting company who also happens to be uh, on the part that he has 12 to 14 hours kind of a day on multiple days in a week uh, to some extent that he's working at 2 3 in the night and then 7 o'clock he again has a call in the morning and also his work is again pretty mm-hmm. so both of us we go to our rooms at 11 uh, and then don't want to sleep okay and that happened for a month and one day he came to me and said that see i got this concept i found this concept online mm-hmm. which says that we are suffering from an issue called revenge bedtime procrastination now what that means is that since 12 hours of your day has gone into work okay you pretty much don't own it because people are scheduling meetings you have to attend that meeting hear them out tell them what you want to say get into another meeting that happens night is the only time when you go to bed is when you feel that you are owning your time mm-hmm. and you want to procrastinate it as much as possible you want to own that time and you want that it should not end because oh that next morning it will begin again yeah. these the cycle will begin again and 
this uh, concept is actually a Chinese concept. It has a Chinese translation to it as well. This came up three months ago. Mm-hmm. Now, people in China are naming this issue, uh, which is revenge bedtime procrastination. And there are threads after threads. There are comments after comments saying that, oh, we didn't know we are suffering from it. So that's, I think that's, I also had this aha moment right now when you mentioned it. Remember, we were like, "Oh, I, I, I go through that as well." I that have that too. I, yeah. I don't have the bug, but I have a separate pendant, <laughs> something like something. Yeah, that way. So, so give us give us a timeline. Your work ends by nine thirty, and then then what happens after? As per this, uh, you know, this condition, you would call it. So you know, we we fixed a schedule of our own. So probably whenever we. Uh, Maybe whenever we end our day, we have a drink. Uh, maybe play some PlayStation, mm-hmm. like watch a match or uh, have dinner, and then suddenly you you are already tired because you've been working all day. Then you go to your bed, just keep looking at the screen, trying to watch something, trying to read something, <clears throat> trying to play the guitar again, trying to feel normal, trying to feel that something that you used to do before the pandemic happened, before all this new normal kicked in. Mm-hmm. so it's it's just that you do all these things that try to make you feel better and try to take your mind off work has your quality of sleep suffered by by doing all this oh a lot yeah. a lot actually you know uh, once you're on those those virtual screens that's pretty much what you think uh, in your dreams as well so wow. i have a pretty dreamy sleep so mm-hmm. uh, it's not that i black out and all mm-hmm. so um, either i'm selling stuff to someone i'm negotiating oh my god oh! business with someone and it's pretty disturbed it just God. it's very taxing smita let me so i i have like i i think i can empathize with you pj because um i i usually sleep out like a long okay i'm i'm dead the moment i get to bed i'm gone mm-hmm. but i i know i mean there have been weeks you know when there like i know there has been a lot of stress at work or a lot of things on the plate I have somehow dreamt like before waking up. I've dreamt that okay, like I just missed some deadline or some mail has come in, and Absolutely. lo and behold, you wake up and you. The, it, it's so bad, right? I mean, the moment you wake up, the first thing you do is reach out for your phone to check mails. Does that happen with you, PJ? That's the worst thing you can do, actually. Oh my happens, god! Yeah. And yeah. and the first thing I need to check is you know. <clears throat> Any message from the manager? Is there any mails from? And like, how many mails are there? Accordingly, what time do I need to start my day? Because like for PJ, if it's nine in the morning, I still have some breathing space. My my day starts much later, like two in the afternoon. But still, so till two o'clock, I have to finish up the household chores and and all of that, which is like another story altogether. Like juggling both the things together. So, um, but then you know, I reach out for my phone. I just see that okay, I've got six mails today. So if I started to, and then I then I go and check how many calls do I have on my calendar, and then I'm like I'm mentally calculating, and all of this is while I've not even gotten out of my bed or brushed my teeth, mm-hmm. right? All this mental calculation is happening still in bed under the covers, and then I'm like, okay, I've got five calls, I've got six mails slash deliverables to work on. If I started to, I can't finish by eleven, so I have to start a little early. So oh, say boy. I have to start by eleven or twelve in the noon. which means that i have to like literally get out of bed right now because i have to take care of morning utensils or jhadu pocha or some other chore because the maid is not coming so all of this i think you know 
this my my we all are come we all are forgy kids right mm. our, our dads were always in the field outside so i remember that once my dad asking me that you know you guys literally sit in front of the laptop like you don't even get off or you know like how how stressful can that be but i always tell them you know mental stress or mental fatigue always translates to physical fatigue that's true that's true sitting in front of a screen for 8 hours 10 hours working or whatever it is it will translate to physical fatigue as well which is why we yep. we are so tired all the time yeah it's so no secret my, that what my day is usually that's how it starts that's that's i mean it's no secret that the the brain uses up most of the energy in the in the human body basically what i've gathered from what you've told me is the one or two hours people would generally usually spend in traffic to get to work or to get home from work has now again translated to to work only work yeah, suddenly traffic jams look like like, like <laughs> so, yeah, smitha coming to you with this question so uh when you work for a company you are basically being paid for your skill set and the time that you invested so obviously your time and your effort has increased have companies uh, compensated for this uh, extra bit of work that they're putting you through not really <clears throat> how they do haven't? you like measure that you're working extra your extra hours no. so as i told you that my works to my work hours don't get logged mm-hmm. okay <clears throat> it's it's kind of a gray area saying that आधे ंग And essentially what has happened is that saturdays have gotten included as well oh my god yes and uh, maybe it's like uh, saturday ko thoda sa whatever monday to friday you couldn't finish saturday you have a couple of calls and after 5 uh, your boss tells you like enjoy the rest of the day oh very saturday, how how benevolent have a great weekend <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> flatmate actually had this <laughs> his boss told him at 9:30 in the night come on i don't want to hold hold you off for the rest of the night well, yeah, come on enjoy left. the night oh my god that is horrible <laughs> that is horrible smita so, you want to so, you want to pitch in lucky in that department you know um and i think it is it's also got a lot to do with uh, like you were talking about Arjun, you know the indian context versus the western context so if you're lucky to be in a team which in which your managers are western counterparts like belonging to us or europe europe nation at least that, i don't know that's that's happened with me i think i've i've noticed that they're more considerate mm-hmm. about your uh time or maybe it's just me i don't know personally i've, I've felt that versus uh being in 
I don't know Indian perspective of teams or it's or, the Indian company versus the MNC that operates in India. So if an MNC that has its headquarters outside. So I've been in a company that was essentially like a global MNC, not an Indian MNC. I'm currently in Indian Indian MNC. A global MNC would have those foundations of a yeah, weekend exactly. of not exactly. calling after a particular time. That's how the DNA of the company is. Mm-hmm. But you go to all Indian MNCs, you'd find this culture. Absolutely. And if it's not an if it's a pure and pure Indian company, it's worse. Mm-hmm. You know, there it, there was there was a there was I I can name the company also. How do, how does it matter to me? Ninja Cart is this one startup that is essentially they procure vegetables from the farms directly and supply it to the shops or the retailers or some stuff. Mm-hmm. So they have that whole supply chain. They mentioned it in their LinkedIn post that we want talented candidates etc. Work requirements twelve to fourteen hours every day. Wow. They mentioned it in their post. Okay. Wow. And then there was some some HR maybe she was working in a global MNC who came in and says it's fucking inhuman to ask people in a LinkedIn post that the expectation is working 12 to 14 hours a day. Yeah. So that's how that's how companies yeah, are think, they are absolutely think, yeah, okay. Yeah, I think yeah, and I think I think that 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 difference of the you know exactly PJ what you said you know the global MNCs uh which are having presence in india versus the indian mnc uh, indian companies i think that whole culture work culture is also set in that way so i belong to this the first category right the global mnc yeah. having a team here and my bosses are hence very honestly very generate uh, you know very 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 uh, uh yeah they're very considerate i i feel because we have clear i mean yeah initially there were lot more meetings i would say but then over time it has kind of shifted into a, a place where uh, they know that you know the mental health and and the the well-being of the employee is important and i also know that this was never the case because my previous company was an indian company uh, and i like consideration and all of these things are are things unheard of mm-hmm. in in that context you know so it's, it's like See, the, the, very, the, very different uh, point of view that the, the reason i'm asking you this question and why it really surprises me because where i work you are required to log your hours of rest and your hours of work okay not only that if there is a case where somebody has ended up working more we have a software where you log in your rest hours and it's logged every single day every single hour so if there's a case where somebody has worked more than he should have and he's not been given the rest that he should have up the department head has to explain why this person was overworked for that day it it is that strict i mean there are times no, where i have agar agar ye sab apne companies agar ek companies band ho jayengi band kyu ho jayengi i mean you have vacancy here <laughs> dude join join it man why why not is it too late it's not it's never too late dude why why not but anyway the point i was trying to make is i it's 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 such a hassle to explain to, you know that why you've overworked a person i have found myself in situations where i'm like you know what hell with this we'll just do it tomorrow go get your rest and it's compulsory it's mandatory not just by company regulations this is international regulations these are ilo regulations that have come in they enforce a rest hour standards so why is it not a thing in india i mean we are still workers we are still working jokingly hmm. jokingly sorry to cut you short yeah. but suddenly what i re- uh, realize is 
in my company or in a lot of companies not to blame just my company because essentially if that person my supervisor or his supervisor if they go into a global mnc they would suddenly change their way of environment the way of working i i tend to feel that mm-hmm. it's the company who makes you feel uh, who makes uh, the way you operate and all so if someone tells them that see like i was watching a movie last night or i was you know chilling last night suddenly the 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 perception things the perception things that isko itna kaam kaise nahi hai for in your case it's like the department is is being questioned that why is he not getting raised hmm. in in india yeah. it's the other way that isko itna time kaise mil gaya and But we are slogging at us matlab matlab isko aur kaam chahiye isko kaam dena chahiye aur so people don't yeah. people don't tell their bosses that i was chilling But that sucks, Piyush. Ganda hai, par danda hai. I I I don't know. I mean, and I I honestly, Smita, you know the circumstances behind how I ended up in the merchandising, and it was a freak uh, accident. And I'm just glad it worked out because lucky accident, yeah. I mean, yeah, you guys, you guys get to live on land, and you get to live among friends, and you have access to alcohol twenty four seven. But damn, your lives are difficult. I think I think it's um uh, yeah well it, it's it's part and parcel of life right it is so, something So Piyush coming back to you hmm. Piyush yeah. coming back to you so where where does that leave you if you're stuck in a in a position like this where you have uh, yeah. people who are working you till like you know late at night 9 o'clock 10 o'clock and there's still uh, no scope of uh, you know respite where does that leave you yeah. what do, what do you do in this case how do you get out of this It's actually that you have to prioritize things you know seriously you have to take a stand mm-hmm. that so enough is enough like this is not really important this job is just a part of my life you have to you have to really operate that way and uh, uh, i would say some things are important like we mentioned that uh, you may stop working at 7:30 but it is important to start the day on your own terms mm-hmm. if you start the day on someone else's terms ki tumko ye panch kaam karna hai you'll be chasing all day so what i have realized over the past 4 or 5 months is that like i will set boundaries that like these things have to get solved in a day and the rest of the things if they don't get solved in that day it's okay to put it uh, to the next day so that's how i think So you have to operate. Tell me, tell Please me this. Tell me, tell me one thing. Hmm. Uh, yeah. What What do you think about the whole concept of saying no? Uh, because I think that is one thing which Indian talent force. I think that is something which we struggle with a lot. At, at least I have observed that. You know. You know, you, is, don't, is, you don't say no, you'll get bulldozed. You there is you no will, stopping. Exactly. There, there is, is no, no stopping. You will become a doormat for people. Yeah. ऑफ़ fans of their career they don't say no uh, i i it's hard because they're just and getting started it's in some way also hardlined very strongly in in our work culture and our work ethos irrespective of whether you are in an indian company or a foreign industry so you just basically have an entire office of people 
who are just working with their heads down and nobody is actually saying something and everyone suffering what what kind of an environment is that no 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 i i'm not saying that is what happens hmm. i'm just saying that you know i mean like pj and i with our wisdom of 30 years of you know whatever hmm. i think we've come to the point of understanding that you know what okay, i'm not 30 <laughs> yeah okay fine whatever so that's not possible all three of us are of the same yeah please we're all 30 so please I, So I think you know I think what happens is eventually as you grow older you realize that you know there are things which are more important in life and your mental health is important and you need to take a break from from work and you need to continue having maintaining a social life and a personal life and so you know the the realization that comes that yeah work is not end all a hope all for for No, but Smita, you but say that. that. Smita, hold on. You say that, and then on the other hand, you say if you say no, you will get bulldozed and get used as a doormat. So how do you how do you balance those two equations then? What what I was saying is that if you don't say no, hmm. you will get bulldozed. Oh, if you don't say no, work. yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so essentially, what happens is I've been on both sides. So when I began my career, obviously, um, you get into that manager role right after. Uh, coming out from coming out of mba uh, you have people in your team reporting to you who are 40 years old and who are 10 years in the industry oh boy so uh, essentially and your bosses expect certain amount of work from you at that point of time you are just like you want to be the people pleaser or you want to be the manager pleaser you can't say no to anything hmm. but what you realize after a point of time is people who are not saying no are not respected it's the it's the reverse effect people who are saying yes to every work that they do are just thinking iske baad to kaam hi har cheez ko to yes yes hi bolta hai people who take a stand and say no i have this work hence i am not taking this work are respected because they know what they are doing okay so what people what employees are doing today is saying yes to everything that they are being put on to you have to tell your manager or supervisor that this is something that i am working Uh, on and this will take x amount of time hence i am not able to accept whatever you giving and that is respected yeah, yeah. <laughs> but nobody and i think tell you i that. think also, yeah and yeah exactly nobody tells you that you know i think uh, either you gain this wisdom over time or uh, or else if somebody is listening to the two pros podcast and listening to pj yeah. the share our insights and maybe you can get i think you know even even in my work also when i get like an influx of, of requests or like multiple things i always i always go back to my manager and ask them okay you know what i was already working on two things you have the three more things on my plate now tell me which one do you want me to prioritize so i have also noticed that you know the moment you ask them that they're happy to engage with you and help you prioritize stuff and you know they'll say that okay you know what uh, okay five things is too much for you Okay, let's work on two for today. Let's push three for tomorrow. Or else, they would always. If all five has to go out today, then probably they'll say, okay, fine. Like, tell me, do you need extra help? Can I pull somebody in for this? This has happened many times. But then I realized that if I would not said no, that or else if I would not have voiced that, you know, this is something which I'm going to struggle with, uh, I would have probably ended up doing it, spending hours together, and probably would not have done a very good job at it anyway because I'm already so stressed. you know and extending my hours in any way so being vocal about your challenges is is i think a very relevant thing of today you know you have to absolutely so if let me understand this if people are working if everyone is working 12 hours a day every day 
aren't you short staffed is that a, is that a problem is that the, that you just don't have enough people working in the same office are you short staffed you know what my during my interview what my hr very proudly told me okay like, during that interview in my current company mm-hmm. uh, he told me that uh, we are uh, we do three times the business your ex company did mm-hmm. but we have almost one third the staff okay so that's the expectation and everyone who comes in my company is knows that mm-hmm. that that's the expectation that one person would do three person ka job but does he get and three persons ka salary a tad more than the industry okay that's that's why people are staying actually mm-hmm. uh, and that's how they uh, continue to you know make you unemployable outside because you are at a certain
four or five months or like six months time and uh, we could still do movies karaoke the you know the daru and whatever additional stuff uh-huh. party at home because that's the that's the way to do it at that back, back in those BYOBs days. and movies and bowling and all of that and i was like yeah i was able to survive back then comfortably hmm. happily now it's it's like yeah god okay money came yeah. now it has to go for this emi this bill this credit card that stuff it just comes and goes yeah adulting <laughs> So I think I think yeah that's why it's like a rabbit hole you know I mean, So I'll tell you what and stopping the the reason why I like my job so much is yes you give your I mean now it's become 3 months earlier it used to be 5 months and I'll do a entirely different podcast on merchandise at some point I do my 3 months I give pesa the pesa No forget yeah, the pesa <laughs> it's not the same you know these are myths that I will bust okay I'll tell you that Anyway, uh yeah. you give your 3 months to your company, you live on the ship and on the ship itself you are it's pretty chilled out again I'll cover it later. It's not uh, I mean fine you have your days when you're doing 18 hour 24 hour shifts and it's it's hell. But those are just regular you know very rare days like once in a month or something. You come back after 3 months and that's it. There's no phone call, there's no email, there's no follow up. Ye kaam hua, ye nahi hua. None of that shit. It just I'm yeah. disconnected from my ship. Right now I have no idea where my ship is. I'm going to go back at some point. I am least bothered what's happening right now. All I care about is at some point uh February, March I'm going to end up there again. Some guy's going to give me a piece of paper which is going to be like a, a handover and that's it. That's when I take over. So till then I have nothing to worry about and that's why I love my job so much. right so pius let me come back to you now you told us the beginning and now you've told us the middle now tell us where you are right now with this whole work from home situation what is your opinion has how has it transformed uh, over the months so it's like i can't wait for offices to open up now <laughs> oh no actually it's like it's, it's, it's like a lot of work gets done without the the phones and without the virtual meetings yeah. and stuff and now you suddenly get to value a lot of things like uh, getting out of office on a wednesday or a friday for a lunch or a dinner with the team uh, just flying out to bangalore to meet the account doing a one day full meeting and everything gets cleared in one day mm-hmm. and now there is so much miscommunication across the month so meeting face to face was something which we never really valued and it's something now that you value a lot so once the offices start to open up at least the people who i talk to internally in my company i can go to their desks as smitha was mentioning things get fast like move they just move faster you don't have to explain everything on a mail write out big mails you can just go up to their desk explain to them and just drop a two liner because you've already explained the context but can't can't that be done on over the, a phone call or a or a video call it can but either he's fatigued or she is no but uh, one more point that we didn't mention you can't reach out to any person whenever as per your convenience mm-hmm. because it might be that he or she is in a meeting so that will get delayed right. and then they'll come back to you you are in a meeting mm. so that miscommunication will always be there and on the personal front i feel that like i was i was mentioning i, I i'm pretty anxious all all the time like right now it's is that the work has ended the weekend is there Uh, you begin the Sunday, but as the Sunday starts to get over, the Monday blues start to kick in, and mm-hmm. then there's a whole week ahead line up and all. So, <clears throat> uh, incidentally, it's the world's men- world mental health 
well and i got so pissed off i saw my hr head dropping a big note on linkedin about mental health and uh-huh. we are doing this we are doing that and i i'm like why am i <laughs> <laughs> what what is happening so it's it's like i think everyone is suffering it's not that one or two people it's like there there, there was an article in the newspaper in fact today because it's the mental health day hmm. everyone is just fed up of this uh, working from home kind of a thing now smita what's your take are you are you dying to get back uh, to office i think i i definitely do miss the connect that we had in fact I, we were just having this meeting uh, like day before yesterday so we we have this regular connect within the team uh, not not the socializing calls but like otherwise uh, and we were just talking when i just realized that you know i it's it's been so long since i've just had you know like like we just said the lunch or the dinner thing with the teammates or uh, just just having that comfort level in in walking up to the the breakout room or the water cooler and then just talking about anything random i mean to do that also you have to kind of set up time on everybody's calendar and it's like it's, it's impossible to get everybody available on the same time and date unless you block the calendar like two weeks in advance so there is so less spontaneity in our in our conversations you know and this is something i realized that you know if the moment i i kind of got into the whole virtual workplace thing um it was out of sight out of mind for a lot of people who who are not directly part of my team but like on the extended teams so literally when you are when i'm in the office and i'm walking from my desk to the water cooler there are so many people on both sides who i just end up saying hi and hello to and then you know that that grows into a conversation and mm-hmm. that's how you build relationships and there there are so many of those people who have not spoken to uh outside of a work related meeting in in weeks uh so yeah i think i i want i want to go back to go back to at least uh these kind of engaging activities face to face rather than uh yeah than setting 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 up a zoom call and waiting for for you know for that to happen otherwise i think work wise it has not changed a lot i mean most of the modus operandi of uh, us engaging with our managers who are all based out of us that has more or less remained the same uh work has remained more or less the same but yes these small little things uh which bring in the social element or the or the human element to you know conversations or relationships i think that is something that i miss and i would i would like to go back but of course once vaccines come out mm-hmm. not before that i think i'm just i'm just so <laughs> then you're looking at 2021 then i then, yeah that's yeah, that's optimistic happy new year at home yeah <laughs> So what's what's the word when are your when are your offices opening do you have a deadline yet I think next month next month as of now uh they said jan uh but then it is subject to uh the state of the situation See talking about uh, mental health day and stuff I mean yeah we all talk about it we've all you know made holidays we've all made uh, you know a big deal about it but the fact of the matter is that nothing is getting done on the ground you know people are people were suffering then people are suffering now and uh the by the looks of it the pandemic has kind of made it worse i mean people like uh, piyush very uh, eloquently put it are more anxious about uh, their general lives they're dreaming about work and they're dreaming about selling things to other people which which kind of defeats the purpose and the point i i'm trying to get at is i i don't understand this mad rush to do business and earn money 
I mean, take for instance a country like Finland. I mean, yeah, we're a developing country, and people gotta make money. People have to buy stuff, blah blah blah, X Y Z, make money, whatever. A country like Finland is seriously flirting with the idea of a four-day work week: Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off. I think Thursday, it's already is coming. It's probably already now. on. So, at you know, there are there's a there's a happiness index of the world, and India ranks somewhere in the triple digits at this point. You know, we talk about mental health, and we we've seen celebrities go on and on on Instagram about this and you know mental health and depression and stuff, but nothing is happening. And this is this is what I'm talking about. There are regular people who go to office, a regular nine to five or nine to nine in some cases, who are not getting the help they need. Who are not. There's nothing changed. In fact, things have become worse. For for people to get calls at nine thirty and then for their bosses to say, okay, go enjoy your rest of the day. that that really that really sucks and it paints a really you know awful picture and it kind of upsets me a little bit guys thank you so much for your valuable insights and before i let you both of you go the way i end my podcast these days is i ask for a recommendation i'm going to ask each of you for a recommendation it can be a movie a tv series a youtube video an article a, a book a, a podcast you can recommend my podcast as well just saying but uh, smita why don't you start us off give us a recommendation Uh, I did this yesterday, and you put me on a spot. So let's let's make PJ on the spot, and yeah, PJ, I'll, I'll think about it. PJ, why don't you tell us something that you would uh, recommend our listeners? I know I ha- I have like twelve listeners at that point, but they are very loyal, and I love them. So what do you what do you recommend uh, for our twelve listeners at this point? So I've been watching, and uh, in fact, I finished it today. The it's a series called The Boys on oh, Amazon. Oh yeah. Prime. Okay. Yeah, and um, my flatmate actually convinced me for a month, and I was like, "Why should I watch another superhero kind of a lake or a web series?" But a different take altogether on mm-hmm. soups, man. Seriously, good stuff. All right, Piyush, Smita, back to you. What do you got? Huh. Okay, fine. <laughs> so since I've already given you two series yesterday, um, uh. I think uh, the other series which I was watching you should talking about as well is New Girl, but I think that's a bit of an that's, old thing. It's already ended, hasn't it? Yeah, old but gold. Yeah. So mm. again, two comedy series which are very close to my heart. One is Brooklyn Nine Nine, oh, and the other is New Girl. Uh, both of them are dorky sort of sort of comedies, but uh, I've stopped watching anything hard hitting. Honestly, after the days. fatigue gets wow. over i just want to you can also some... unwind and watch republic tv yeah hard oh! hard pass on that a very very hard pass on that smita have you to, uh, that is adding to anxiety oh yeah man seriously i have banned republic tv at home you know it's like if my if i go into the living room and i see my parents watching it i'm like change this right now <laughs> i go and schedule another meeting <laughs> <laughs> Okay, there. Oh, That's yeah. lesser negativity. Guys, this is this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, and for your sakes and for everyone else's sake, I hope I do hope things change. I do hope people wake up and realize how bad things are and how it's affecting basically everybody, and they change their ways, and India becomes a, a happier place to work. So thank you so much for your time, guys. Hope uh, you have a good Bye. Sunday and uh, a better Monday then. Yeah, it was so much fun. Alright, we'll see you next time guys. Awesome.